0: I'm going to talk to you about what I feel the Holy Spirit sent me here to tell you today. I planned, if I was, if we were having a normal service inside, I would lay out a teaching prior to this. But since we're in this situation, it's almost like we've got to learn to hear differently and hear in a different manner. But I believe that God sent me here to tell you some things about Himself, about the Holy Spirit. You know, if you're going to learn about the Holy Spirit and experience it in your life, it's going to be a little bit harder than you learning about Jesus. Because the Holy Spirit's job is to reveal Jesus to us. But the Holy Spirit, the Bible says, doesn't speak of Himself. So, if we want the Holy Spirit, that's why Jesus is the one, our elder brother directed us to receive the Holy Spirit expecting us to trust our elder brother, Jesus, expecting us to trust His words enough that we would do what it would take to obey it. So the Holy Spirit is all the time talking to us about Jesus, drawing us closer to Jesus. But if you're going to have an experience with the Holy Spirit, it's not going to come out of the initiative of the Holy Spirit. It's going to become out of your initiative and my initiative. It's going to become out of us simply in obedience to what my elder brother told us to do. Well, you know, I have an elder brother. His name is John, still living, Merle, still living. My other brother, this was elder, also Earl, he's with the Lord. But, But about 50 years ago, back prior to the time of me coming to the Lord, John, my elder brother, would would come on the job that I was working every Saturday. And I hated to see him drive up. Because I knew what he was going to do. Uh, He was not coming to me to talk to me about uh, hunting. He wasn't there to talk to me about fishing. He wasn't there. I knew that visit was special. And it would happen every Saturday. I worked in an establishment. So he would drive up in front of that establishment and he would walk in. And he would say, Jerry, he said, I want you to come to church tomorrow. I literally become to hate that visit. (laughs) Because number one, I was saying no to it all the time in my heart. But he knew that there's something that prompted John to keep prompting me Toward a way, a change in my life. So John consistently would invite me. Every Saturday he would drive up and he would do that. Well, I said no, I said no, I said no, I said no. Until things changed in my life. And all of a sudden came into my life with a storm. Like no other storms I'd ever faced. I didn't even realize there was a storm. I thought it was what had been sent into my life to take me out and take me down. But during that storm I began to hear my brother's words. And that's the way a lot of us is with the Holy Spirit. Our elder brother has told us that we were to receive the promise of the Father, which was the Holy Spirit. And what we happen, because our circumstances in life are not bad enough to make us want to change, to make us want to be different, we still think we we've got life on by the tail, we can still handle it ourselves. And because of that, we simply say no, maybe not out here verbally, but inwardly by our actions and by our lack of commitment to, to pursue the Holy Spirit. Then what happens is we say no until things change. And I just want you to know that if you have not followed the Lord, if you have not followed the Lord where, he has direct, where your elder brothers directed you, now, number one, it followed the Lord in being baptized in water. Every person that's saved needs to follow their elder brother's direction. Then the second direction, he said, was to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. See, upon salvation, we receive the Spirit. But what Jesus was talking about was a greater measure of the Spirit. He called it being filled with the Holy Spirit. And what God has come into our life at the point of salvation... In measure, God wants, us to, wants to give us an immeasurable amount of Himself. <laughs> God wants to give us an immeasurable amount of Himself that is so powerful that it can take on our lives. That it, the Holy Spirit can take on the challenge of our families. That the Holy Spirit can take on the challenge of our future that the Holy Spirit can take on the challenge that's offered us in life the Spirit of the Lord told me this he said the Spirit of God was talking to me about himself earlier this week and he said Jerry I had no bodily shape and that's usually our problem with the Holy Spirit we can visualize the Father we can visualize Jesus but we can't visualize the Holy Spirit because there's no bodily shape that we know of Well, for this particular moment, there's probably a million reasons why there's no bodily shape to the Holy Spirit. But for this particular morning, God wanted me to tell you, so that He can take on whatever shape that your life has been twisted into, and He can untwist it into the shape of God. So the Holy Spirit, we can't see Him in a bodily shape. Amen. And He's not going to demand your attention. If you're going to want have the Holy Spirit in your life, you're going to have to want it. And you're going to have to desire it. In fact, that is, that is really the only qualification of being filled with the Holy Spirit. It is the qualification of hunger. Will you allow God to develop a hunger for more in your life? Will you allow God to develop a hunger? You know, the Holy Spirit, when the Holy Spirit came on the day of Pentecost, the Bible says He descended. It didn't say He was fire, but it's as fire. and It's as tongues of fire. And it rested upon each one of them. To have the Holy Spirit is going to take a holy hunger. And that hunger has got to be at the point to where we are willing to obey. The first supernatural door that God gives us to open in our life is the door of the Holy Spirit. What happens is we all take God in one measure. and We try to do life and handle life with God. Instead of realizing God wants us to be able to yield our lives to a new control. That's why those that were filled with the Holy Spirit, they were considered drunk with wine. What they were talking about that I'm out from under. Because they were acting as if they were under the control of something. But that's where Peter stood up and said that these are not drunk as you suppose. They're not drunk on wine, he said. But they're drunk because they have yielded themselves to a Holy Spirit. And when the Holy Spirit comes in our life, the first major thing is He calls us to yield. We're not our own anymore. We don't have to make our own decisions, we don't have to work out our own path. <laughs> We don't have to try to work out our ministry. We don't have to try to work out our family anymore. Because the Holy Spirit comes to influence us. I love that considered thought. That the first sign that they saw was fire. The second sign that they saw or heard was a supernatural yielding of people's mouths to God and then a third sign that happened when they were filled with the Holy Spirit is there became a sense of intoxication and a sense of something else being in control has your life ever done that has it been shocking to those people around you Number one, has there been a passionate fire that has hit your life that became so recognizable to people around you? And they would say, the, What's burning that fire inside you? And has there been a recognizable change? Now, we that are filled in the, with the Holy Spirit, we know that it's yielding to that new and special language that God gives us. But have there been a yielding of the old language in your life? Has there been a yielding over has, has the Holy Spirit come to where you don't talk the same anymore. You don't look the same anymore. You don't act the same anymore. You're under a different influence. You're under a higher influence. It's greater than the influence of beer. It's greater than the influence of wine. It's the influence of the Holy Spirit. But immediately it brings our life to where it's Obviously visible that we're under another kind of control. Amen. So the passionate fire of God, the yielding God. And you know what? The passion of God is to come into our life through the Holy Spirit. I'm not talking about, ongoing. I mean, at the very moment of impact. There was a passionate pursuit of God, a passionate pursuit of ministry, a passionate pursuit of preaching, a passionate pursuit of the gifts of the Spirit. There was a passionate pursuit of the supernatural. There was a passionate pursuit that came on every one of those that were filled with the Holy Spirit that it lasted throughout their life. That's why even all those years later, even the disciples of John or John was able to say, I was in the Spirit on the Lord's day. Even though they place me on an Isle of Patmos, they put me in a place that's unnormal to me. They put me in a place that doesn't seem right, but that's okay because that passion of fire is still burning in my soul. Praise God. I'm going to pray for that in a close this morning but May. You can't act it. You can't pretend it. You can't even try to push it. What you can do, you can hunger for it. So I'm going to simply ask you, I'm asking the Holy Spirit to come into us, into victory, into every person associated with us in such a supernatural way during this whole pandemic that the world around us knows... (laughs) That we have been touched by something higher and stronger and mightier than we are. We've been touched by it. So, Lord, I pray right now. Lord, I pray for the hunger of the Holy Spirit. Lord, that every person that's listening to the sound of my voice now, they will not be able to do life normal again. That there will be a pursuit of of the Holy Spirit in their life and just as those 120 early disciples of Christ would not do anything until their life until they had obedient to their elder brother that had told them to be endued with this power. So Father in Jesus name I pray right now cause holy hunger to come. Cause holy suit of the Holy Spirit in each of our lives, Lord. Lord, cause there to be such a powerful desire, a powerful yielding to a control that is higher than ourselves, Lord. To you. In Jesus' name we pray.